Welcome to the Proper Lookout Podcast, published by the Statutory Insurance Group of McCabe Kerwood. In this series, our CTP experts will discuss a range of topics, sharing their thoughts on an industry trend or an intriguing legal issue, explaining the intricacies of an important case, and hopefully imparting some of the knowledge that they have gained. Hi listeners, this is Peter Hunt. This week in the Proper Lookout podcast, I'll be talking about the case of Allianz Australia Insurance Limited versus Jenkins, which deals with the entitlement of an injured person to weekly payments in the third entitlement period, and specifically whether tax is payable upon those payments. So just going back a step for those who are not familiar, under the Motor Accidents Injuries Act 2017, otherwise known as MIA, the entitlement to weekly payments is divided into three periods. The first entitlement period deals with the first 13 weeks. The second entitlement period deals with weeks 13 to 78. And the final entitlement period, otherwise known as the third entitlement period, deals with the period after 78 weeks. How long it goes for depends on whether a common law claim is made and whether or not the injured person's whole person impairment is assessed above or below 10% WPI. But that's for another day. So importantly, for the purpose of this discussion, in the first two entitlement periods, that is the first year and a half post-accident, weekly payments are based upon the injured person's pre-accident weekly earnings, which is quite complex. If you want to know more about how pre-accident weekly earnings or PAWE or POWE is calculated, listen to episode 28 of this podcast series entitled How to Calculate PAWE and Other Complexities. But essentially, PAWE is based upon the employment in which the injured person was engaged at the time of the accident, or if not employed at the time of the accident, at some time earlier in the two years prior to the accident. So it's based on historical earnings as opposed to capacity. And that's the important point. The difference is that in in the third entitlement period, An injured person's weekly benefits are based upon their capacity to earn as opposed to their historical earnings. The example I like to use is the pizza delivery boy or girl who's studying to become a doctor. In the first two entitlement periods, weekly benefits are based upon their pizza delivery earnings, whereas in the third entitlement period, if the injured person would have become a doctor in that 18-month period, their Weekly benefits are based upon their earnings as a doctor rather than their earnings delivering pizzas. So far, so good. So what are the tax implications of that difference or the change in test between the first two entitlement periods and the third entitlement period? Everybody accepts that in the first two entitlement periods, that is the first 78 weeks, weekly benefits are based upon the gross weekly income of the injured person based upon their pre-accident weekly earnings. That is, the insurer pays to the injured person their net earnings, but withholds PAYG tax and pays that to the ATO. So essentially, insurers process weekly benefits in the same way they process wages of their employees. 
The question then is whether there's any change in the third entitlement period, given that now weekly benefits are based upon not PAWE, pre-accident weekly earnings, but upon the injured person's capacity to earn. And that's the issue, the issue which was addressed by the Supreme Court in the matter of Allianz and Jenkins. If you wish to know all the detail, you can read the case note. There'll be a link on the website below this podcast. But essentially, the Supreme Court held that the character of the compensation payment in the third entitlement period was based upon a loss of capacity, which is a capital loss, rather than a loss of income, as is the case in the first two entitlement periods. And the tax implication of that is that there is no tax payable by the injured person on their capital loss. So in practical terms, insurers should pay injured people a weekly benefit in the third entitlement period based upon the injured person's net loss rather than their gross loss. So given the decision in Allianz and Jenkins, insurers should adopt the following processes. In the first and second entitlement periods, calculate a weekly benefit on a gross amount per week, pay the injured person the net component, and remit the PAYG tax component to the ATO, as they have been doing since Maya began in December 2017. But in the third entitlement period, they should calculate weekly benefits on a net amount per week and pay that amount to the claimant with no sum remitted to the ATO. For the sake of completeness, damages for past and future economic loss continue to be assessed in common law claims on a net basis and no tax is payable upon those damages for the same reason as the court found in Jenkins, namely that damages are assessed upon the basis of a loss of capacity, which is a capital loss rather than a loss of income. So I hope that makes sense. I'm available to field questions if anybody has any. I'd like to finish by offering my commendation to both Allianz and to Maureen Agnew for running this case in the Supreme Court and challenging a merit review panel decision contrary to the um, Supreme Court decision. It helped clarify the position for all insurers. With those words, I thank you for listening and look forward to discussing another issue with you in a future podcast. All the best. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of the Proper Lookout podcast. We hope you enjoyed it. For more information on anything discussed, please contact Peter Hunt at peter.hunt at or visit our website to see McCabe Kerwood's full team of specialists.